This is the Coach's Wife Life Podcast. I'm Kristen Ergel, your host, a former TV sports reporter and fellow college football coach's wife. I'll go one-on-one with the strong women who are the backbone of college athletics and athletics of all levels. And now, Coach's Wife Life. This podcast is brought to you by Brewer of Hope. Brewer of Hope is a nonprofit that supports medically fragile children. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible donation, you can use Venmo at Brewer-Hope or online at BrewerofHope.org. I'm joined by Riley Hecklinski. Riley, you're a college softball player at Indiana State. Your dad, Jeff Hecklinski, is an offensive coordinator at San Diego State University. Thank you so much for being a part of the Mother's Day special. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Well, I am so excited to get your input. It'll help us moms out there raising our kids and how is this all going to work? How's it come together? So you played travel sports, earning a college softball scholarship. You've worked in recruiting. You've been a group leader at the Senior Bowl. You know, looking back when you hear things like that growing up, what are some things that you saw your mom do that put you in a position to be where you are today? Oh, I mean, my mom is one of the best people I know, and she always worked hard, and she was always determined. She had a goal, and she still has a goal, and she's still determined. She's getting her PhD today, so I think just always seeing her work hard and towards her goals, it just really instilled in me just having that determination to have that mindset of whatever I want to do, whatever I want to accomplish, I can. I just have to put the work in and have those dreams and have those aspirations and nothing can stop me as long as I work hard and do my best because that's all she taught me is just go as hard as you can, do the best you can and the rest will take care of itself. Now, a lot of families, coaching families move around a lot. Yours was one of those that had to move to different places and some by choice there. And so that's just tough on kids on so many levels athletically, academically, um, but let's talk athletically. It can be concerning having to prove to coaches what you're capable of doing. Was there something you think your mom tried to focus on to help you through those transitions? Yeah, definitely athletically was hard because it was, I mean, you're going into a team with no one, you know, no one. Um, And it's not even proving yourself to the coaches, but it's kind of proving it to yourself too. Like I belong to be here. I'm not here because of who my dad is or because my dad's a football coach, but because I'm good at what I do and I'm me. And so that's kind of what my mom always told me was that I am where I am because I am me. I'm Riley. My dad is a football coach. Yes, but I am myself and I got myself to be here. And it was kind of one of those things as long as, she was there watching me and she'd say, just focus on the game. You're playing a game. Your dad's not playing it for you. My dad's not going to call the next pitch or call the next strike. It's me. I make those decisions. And so I was just trust myself on the field. So that was kind of the biggest thing. Your mom also probably spent many of hours in the car getting you to practices and games as you played travel softball. Looking back now, those things paid off for you. Yes, ma'am. They did. Now, your mom is a personal inspiration to me. I want you to take me back. I didn't know you at this time. Uh, this might be hard to talk about, but part of the reason your mom is so inspiring is what she had to deal with a few years ago. When did you find out your mom had cancer? So I found out it was in June, I believe. We had just moved to Michigan and moved into our house in Ann Arbor. Um, my dad had been there for a couple months already. 
Um, he was coaching at the University of Michigan at the time. And I remember walking in the kitchen and just kind of seeing these colon, like how to eat healthy for your colon and just kind of some healthy food books around the kitchen, I guess. And I asked my mom, like, what's going on? Like, what are all these books? Like, they're interesting. Like, are we cooking some new food? Kind of being naive because I was only ooh, 13 at the time. Mm-hmm. I was in just finishing up sixth grade, going into seventh. And she sat me down and she's, my dad came home and sat my brothers down too. And um, they said that you know, mom has colon cancer. Um, and so we did not know that originally it was cancer. She got pulled into emergency surgery when actually I was in Indiana um, visiting some friends. And so then she called my cousin. My cousin picked me up from my friend's house and drove me in. I got to see her after surgery and everything. And so that was then two weeks before we actually found out she had cancer. So it was just kind of a waiting game um, until then. But it was a scary time. And i lucky my brothers were young, so I don't think they really understood at the time what that meant. And personally, I did not know what that meant or entailed the journey she was about to go on at the time. But it was a crazy couple of minutes. It was the weirdest 15 minutes. Yeah. How did your mom inspire you through those years? She never quit. I mean, she went through, she went through all types of stuff that I can't even imagine going through myself. And she went through chemo 24 seven and then she had radiation and then she would go in for radiation only certain days of the week at the end of her 24 hours of chemo. And so just seeing her always go and always have a smile on her face. And even though she was in pain and she was going through the hardest, hardest time of her life. I mean, she always asked how my day was and tried to ask how school was and what the new drama was in middle school at the time. And I mean, she just, she did it with a smile and she loved to talk to my brothers and I, and she truly just showed me how to care for others, no matter what's going on in my life or what was going on in her life at the time. She loved being around my brothers and I and being around my dad. And I mean, just her attitude towards life. I think you hit the nail on the head, her attitude towards life. She's so positive and she's encouraging to others. She's selfless, always figuring out how can I impact somebody else's life. It's just, she's amazing. You have such a wonderful mom. There are coaches, kids listening to this right now. I know it's hard to offer advice to people, but we come here to, to learn some things. So what advice or thoughts would you give to someone to overcome the challenges that coaches kids face, you know, from moving to dad losing his job and living all of that in the public eye? I think my biggest advice would be just know that you are enough. Know that no matter if your dad has a job, doesn't have a job, if he's an assistant or if he's the head coach or a GA, whatever it is, just know that you are you and that you have worth, you are strong, you can do whatever you set your mind to and know that your family loves you. Your dad's busy. It's hard. And I know I don't see my dad a lot and I know a lot of other coaches' kids don't see their dads a lot, but know you're loved and know that whatever is going on in your life, whatever adversity you're going to face, whether it's a new school, a new team, or moving all the way across the country and knowing (laughs) no one, like you're going to get there. And it's going, 
there is sun always rises. There's always a new day and there's a new opportunity. And so just face every challenge with a smile and know you're going to get through it and know you have a support system. Do you think there's advantages of being a coach's kid? Do you think some of these things that you thought were challenges Mm -hmm. actually turned out to be good things in your life? Oh, hundred percent. I love being a coach's kid. I tell people all the time, I would not change the way I grew up for anything. I am very blessed to have the opportunities I have and to be faced with adversity throughout whether losing a job or my mom going through cancer. I the life lessons of just knowing how to fight through adversity and to look at life with a positive outlook and to kind of be okay with not knowing what's going to happen tomorrow. Mm. I mean, so many people are scared of the future, but it's as a coach's kid, I don't know where I'm going to be in six months. I don't know what job my dad's going to have in six months. And so kind of having that outlook of, okay, I'm going to take it one day at a time. I'm going to attack this day. I'm going to make today the best day it can be because no matter what happens in six months, I can't control that. Mm. And so I don't think growing up as a coach's kid, I don't think I would have learned that lesson as well as I did growing up as a coach's kid. Very well said. Fill in the blank for me. Growing up, my mom always said, what you going to do, RG? She always said that. (laughs) She said it it when I was always playing softball. So like whenever I was up to bat, I could always hear her in the stand saying, what you going to do now, RG? Or what you going to do now, 8-6? Because I I love it. Love it. She calls you rally girl. Yes, ma'am. My mom would be happy if you gave her a hug. She loves hugs. Mm. I would not have accomplished blank without my mother. Division one college softball. Nice. Happy Mother's Day, Tiffany Heklinski. Give her a shout out. Happy Mother's Day, Mama. I love you. You're the best. I'm joined by Jordan Adams, a professional baseball player with the Los Angeles Angels organization. Now, Jordan, you are a top four-star recruit in football a couple of years ago, playing in the U.S. Army All-American Bowl, but ultimately choosing mm-hmm. baseball, being the 17th overall pick in the Major League Baseball 2018 draft. When you look at that and you think about the career you could have had in two sports, what made you decide to play baseball over football? Um, I'll honestly just say my longevity of playing baseball and the career I could have in baseball, but uh, also just the opportunity that I have been drafted first round. I mean, you don't get that every day. So that was definitely a factor too. And then, uh, I mean, baseball is my first love sports wise because I started playing baseball when I was three years old. So, I mean, that was the first sport I played, first sport I picked up. So it's kind of just second nature to me now. So I mean, like I said, the opportunity presented itself and me and my family looked at all the variables and things that we had, the pros and cons, and what we came out with is me taking the draft. And then you grew up as a coach's kid. Your dad, Deke Adams, is the current defensive line coach for the Ole Miss Rebels. He coached all over the SEC and the ACC. But your mom, Alexis, she played basketball at Southern Mississippi, an athlete herself. Now, if you take a Mm -hmm. look back at your growing up life, just reflect back. You started playing baseball, like you said, at three years old. I would imagine your mom took you to a lot of those games and a lot of those practices. So you think about what your mom did. What kind of role do you think she played in the position you are in right now to be where you are today? 
she played a really significant role because, I mean, she's the backbone of this family. So, uh, I mean, like you said, she took me to all my practices, all my tournaments. Um, I mean, that was my dad coaching was kind of the reason that I didn't play some sports. That's why I didn't play football growing up because on the weekends we were at his games. But, uh, I mean, yeah, like I said, she's a backbone of the family and just seeing how she took care of the family growing up and stuff that kind of just taught me how to just be a leader and some of the leader roles that she gives off to me and my brother and kind of just stuck with me throughout the years. And it just molded me into who I am today. That's incredible. Now your family moved around a lot, like a lot of coaching families, you actually moved from, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think South Carolina, North Carolina in high school, in the middle of high school, I think that's, so tough on many levels, academically and athletically. But did you have those concerns where you think about you're going to have to prove to coaches what you're capable of doing? Was there something you tried to focus on or maybe something your mother did to help you transition so well? At a young age, it was kind of hard because you don't really know that much and stuff. So people that you do know, you don't really want to leave them. So she just helped me transition through that at a young age but uh, I mean I would say towards through middle school and high school it's kind of just us having that itch and that urge to move because that's what we're used to but um when I moved back to North Carolina my junior year from South Carolina it wasn't really that hard because we were in that exact same area in middle school so all of my friends down with the middle school with um were going to the high school that I was going to be going to so it's kind of just a reunion and seeing everybody else again when you were trying out for sports and all did your mom pretty much have to take you to most of the practices and all that or are they able to split it up some I mean was she did you get a lot of um, one-on-one work and and drills or private coaching or how did you get to where you are yeah yeah she was uh 95 percent of my sports growing up were around her I mean after school I remember after school she would pick me up we'll go home I'll get a snack do homework real quick and then I'll go hitting the cages with my trainer and uh I mean we did that every day for about three weeks before the season started every year um I mean she did that and then the summer ball my dad he would have summer practices and stuff would be on the road recruiting she'll be taking me across the state or wherever playing just for tournaments for the whole weekend um, I mean, it's a long list. I could sit here and name everything and just go on and on. But like I said, 95% of the things I did in sports wouldn't have happened if she wasn't there for sure. Oh, you know what? I bet she's crying now listening to this. <laughs> when this airs, she will be uh, definitely reminiscing and very appreciative of mm-hmm. your words. You know, who's also listening right now are coaches' kids. And mm-hmm. um, they're looking up to you and they're like, that he's exactly where I want to be. What advice would you give someone, a coach's kid listening to overcome those ca- challenges that coaches kids face that maybe some of the other kids aren't facing? You know, they move a lot. Dad loses a mm-hmm. job. You're living life in a glass house. You know, you're living life in that public mm-hmm. eye. If you could go back and give yourself advice or give others advice right now, what would that be? Um, I would just say stick close to your family because that's what all of y'all know best is each other. But, um, I mean, once you make a move and stuff like that, you show up to a city that no one's ever been to and your family is all you have. So, just like I said, stick with your family and everything that y'all have going on because uh, when, at the end of the day, 
there's no one else in the household but whoever's in that family. But um, also use the opportunities that you have once you move because I know me sports-wise, us moving helped me out tremendously in baseball for sure because it helped me travel travel the world with uh, tournaments. Um, it put me in spots that I wouldn't have been at if we weren't at a certain school. And it also um, put me on teams that we probably weren't going to uh, be able to afford to play for if we weren't at certain schools and stuff. So opportunity, opportunities definitely present themselves once you travel and move to different schools and uh, cities. And growing up now and being older now and seeing it from the past, I definitely see now and I'll definitely tell the younger uh, athletes for coaches kids that definitely use the opportunities and not even athletes but anyone definitely just use the opportunities that you have wow great words very amazing wisdom so you think it's an advantage to be a coach's kid in life because it puts you in situations that maybe you wouldn't be in normally yeah I mean it could be advantage or disadvantage because um I would say it could be advantage because like you said it puts you in places that you wouldn't be in life if you weren't if it wasn't for your dad being a coach. But I say it's a disadvantage too also because like you were saying earlier, you're living in the life in the public eye. Um, I remember my dad telling me and my brother growing up all the time that everyone's looking at you just because your last name and just because who, uh, who he was and growing up and coaching and stuff. And then the years took off and then we started making names for ourselves in sports and stuff. And then that, once that happened, we were just kind of molded and we knew that we were in the public eye and we just had to, we knew what we could do, couldn't do, and things like that. Okay, fill in the blank. Growing mm -hmm. up, my mom would be happy if you gave her... Flowers. She loves fresh flowers. I would not have accomplished blank without my mother. Probably school as well as I accomplished it and definitely my uh, baseball career. Can you give your mom a happy Mother's Day wish? Happy Mother's Day, Mom. Love you. I'm joined by mm -hmm. Aubrey Hilton. Aubrey, as we know, is the daughter of head coach for Southern Cal, Coach Clay Hilton, and Mom, Angela Hilton. Thank you so much, Aubrey, for being a part of us today. Of course. I'm really glad to be hanging out. All right, so look back, growing up as a coach's kid, what are some of the things that you saw your mom do that put you in a position to be uh, where you are today? I think you said you were a graphic design major in college. Yes, yeah. I would say that if I could say everything, that's probably what I would say. But I think she's just very selfless, and she had the opportunity to not have a job. Um, and be a full-time mom when we were growing up, which I think is selfless in itself um, because she, you know, has passions and she really wanted to give every part of herself to us. And she has and did and still does to this day. So yeah, I think couldn't have been where I'm at today without her for sure. Now, you grew up um, partly in Memphis, Tennessee, and in L.A. That's a big transition, going from the South to the West Coast. Do you think there's some things that your mom did to kind of help you transition well? Absolutely. I think I was a preteen at that time and very melodramatic, and I probably dealt with it the worst out of my siblings. Um, and she really, really helped me just listening to me when however I was feeling 
she would just let me feel that way. But at the same time, not letting me sit in it too long and push me to make friends. There are times she would make me go hang out with friends. And I think that definitely really, really helped me get started on, you know, like actually being where I'm at and trying to stop living in the past. Mm. There's a lot of coaches, kids that would be listening right now. Some could be young, like my daughter's age of eight years old, all the way up to where you are. You know, is there some advice or just thoughts you could offer um, some of these coaches, kids, how to overcome the challenges that you guys face from moving, dad losing a job or living life like you have in the public eye? I would definitely say that a lot of people aren't going to understand you, how you feel. And to just lean on your family, leaning on your siblings, my brothers and I really did it together and still do it together in a lot of ways. But I would say, I don't know if you're going to be able to see it now, depending on what age you are, but it will make you a lot stronger because I think when you have to move a bunch, um, it really forces you to have to make friends and have to become a better communicator and become more outgoing. I was a really shy kid. And I, moving helped me go to a college that I didn't know anyone at and felt totally confident that I could make friends, Um, which is strange to look at my, my little shy self before any of that. Um, And yeah, I think, I think with criticism, it's, it's hard. I won't say that there's an easy solution for that, but um, I think the biggest thing is just respond with compassion I mean don't respond at all (laughs) but um but yeah just it's I think it shows you how you can be more compassionate when you're met with the opposite um and just because you are in the public eye I think it's a really good way to be an example of um your family and representing being Helton or being whoever you are, you know, so that's something my dad always said when we were growing up. Have you found some strength in uh, not just your mom, but maybe coaches, fellow coaches, kids across the country kind of going through what you go through? Absolutely. Um, My family is a coaching family. My dad's dad was a coach in the NFL um, and he has two sons, which are my dad and my uncle, and they have um, four kids and there it's so nice to be able to feel understood um by by other coaches kids i think um because it is such a rare rare thing besides probably military or kids with parents in the military um but yeah i definitely have made friendships that are spread out totally across the map which is so cool because though like you'll come and go you still you still get to keep up with each other's lives and you never know you might be back on the same team. That's definitely happened to me before. And it's really cool. I, I really enjoy community and other coaches, kids. Now your mom, Angela is an inspiration. I want you to take me back to the day that she told you that she had breast cancer. Yeah. So that's interesting because I think if I were to take you back there, I couldn't really show you how I see it now because she was so brave and she really didn't tell us how bad it was. Um, And I believed her. I really like, 
not how bad it was, but just that she was scared at all. Like she really didn't show um, that she was scared, even though she definitely was like, I don't know how she did that. But um, looking at it now, I think I just, I realized that she is, even when her life and her health is at stake, she was thinking about us Mm -hmm. and she's seriously one of the strongest women I know for being that selfless and just um, showing no fear, even when she was probably very, very scared. Now she's cancer free. How does your mom inspire you on a daily basis? I think her outlook on life, I think, you know, I think there was no way she wasn't going to beat cancer because she's so positive. And I think I really want to be like her in that way. Um, You know, when I was a teenager, I probably thought she was a little bit overly positive, which it sounds so weird. Like, it it (laughs) sounds very strange to say, but um, now I, I genuinely see how she tries to go throughout her day and look at the world um, just through lenses of optimism. And I think that's really inspiring and has made a huge impact on me as far as, you know, her being one of my heroes. She definitely is. And she's always giving back to others. I noticed that through social media with a Mm -hmm. nonprofit. I love watching those types of things and very special woman. Okay. So fill in the blank. Growing up, my mom always said, I love you. Because she, I mean, I'm, I'm not, I can't elaborate a bit, but I can never hang up the phone, walk at the house, or even her walk out in my room without saying it. So I definitely know that she loves me. <laughs> my mom would be happy if you gave her time. Oh, that's a good one. Yes. I would not have accomplished blank without my mother. The last few years, I had probably the most difficult time in my life. And she really helped pick me back up. Mm. Um, She's been doing that my whole life, but she's just always there and cares probably more than I care. Um, And I've never been a mom, so I don't know what that feels like. But yeah, she's just always been my rock. And I don't think I would be where I'm at um, and as happy as I am if she wasn't there to help push me along. Now, is there anything specifically that your mom did these last couple of years? I was having a lot of issues with my health, and we were trying to figure out what was going on, but we were also from a distance because I was at school um, on the East Coast. So it was definitely me being scared and confused and really just wanting my mom. And somehow um, her figuring out a way to get my diagnosis, even when we've been to doctors that told me we can't figure out what's wrong. Um, and yeah, I think it's, it was something I never would have, I wouldn't be as healthy as I am today or ever found that out. Um, or even just her helping me through, you know, what comes after that. Um, and, you know, like being an advocate for my health for sure, because, at 19 I don't know if that was my main priority um but yeah it was it was definitely a big thank you to her for getting me through all that what do you think makes Angela Helton such a great coach's wife oh she's the poster coach's wife like I literally can't I think she (laughs) I think she was 
made for this role. Like, I don't even know how to put it any better because she is genuinely such a good host. It gives her a different kind of purpose, I think, um, now that we're kind of getting older and she only has one kid in the house. But she's always loved that, Um, just just having, like, community, too, because she knows how hard it can be to be a young coach's wife and move and be stressed out with a bunch of kids running around and just needing friends and needing like an escape from that. So I think she's really good at bringing people together in that way, the families together. A happy Mother's Day to Angela Hilton. Would you wish her a happy Mother's Day? (laughs) I love you, Mom. Happy Mother's Day. This podcast is brought to you by Ruler of Hope. Ruler of Hope is a nonprofit that supports medically fragile children. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible donation, you can use Venmo at ruler-hope or online at rulerofhope.org. For a replay of this episode or previous episodes, visit coacheswifelife.org and follow us on social media at Coach's Wife Life.